The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Welcome, my brother, my brother, me, advice show for the modern era. Uh, we are celebrating this Labor Day uh, by marking our official entry into the into the podcasting union. Uh, and I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. And I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. And I'm your baby brother, Griffin McElroy. We built this city! Dank, dank, dank. That's the theme song. Oh. If you remember, Griffin, you had to change your name legally to get into the podcast union because oh, there was already a Griffin right. McElroy. I'm Hollywood Griffin McElroy. It's Thank a fucking you. crazy, like, it's a crazy thing they make you do. They make you a, a pin to your name. And uh, the the podcasting union, I'm sure you're all familiar with some of the bylaws, but we're still going over them here. Mm-hmm. Um, what 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 are they? Well, I mean, I already touched on the one where you'll have to sing, like, a bar from, from We Built This City on Rock and Roll, because it's sort of like... You know, like a togetherness thing. Like we, mm-hmm. all the podcasters together, we built the city of audio of audio broadcasting on online. Um, also, also, there's mandatory bathroom breaks every ten minutes uh, yep. in the recording, whether you need to or not. Yeah, mm-hmm. it which is you ha- and you have to force something out. Yeah, of you just, <laughs> that someone I, accompanies you to the bathroom. I've got the, these like horrible gorilla grip marks <laughs> on my. I'm. I don't want to get blue, but on the shaft of my penis. That have, <laughs> it comes from like trying to wring it out like, like some sort of mandarin orange. It's like, it's like trying to milk a thirsty cow. It's just no. Well, why would the cow do it? I don't think the cow is, has to be thirsty in order not. No, to that's taste. actually a podcast regulation that you have to make a weird metaphor. Uh, about wants a show. Well, we're already fucking set on that front. I don't need, think we need to do anything extra to say. You did talk about like gorilla on your penis or something. So like talking about. Like, we have to squeeze our dicks and sing copyrighted songs on our podcast now. Like, we're not really getting anything out of this fucking union that we just joined. I should have spoken up before we signed up. Like, you guys were all about it, and I should have voiced these reservations before I squeezed my dick off. It has been much worse since Mark Maron became the president. Yeah. He has instituted a lot of the the more pressing, mm-hmm. I think, inconvenient rules to yeah. the union. Guy's a big, I mean, the main, guy's a big the ma- dick squeezer. I had no loves idea. It. Uh, <laughs> From way the back. main purpose of the podcast union is not for the here and now. It's for the future. And the mm-hmm. agreement is basically when the revolution comes and the sheer just utter uselessness of each of our skill sets... Uh, becomes revealed mm. to the, to the light of day. We promise not to turn on each other. Right, and, it's, and that's try- Im- that's important, and it's also like an exclusivity thing because one of these fucking days, everyone listening to this podcast is going to realize that we're just three dickheads that bought microphones, and that this is the easiest thing to do in the universe. And we're gonna get we're gonna get replaced, and this exclusivity mm-hmm. is going to be the only thing they're going to do it. They're going to do it better, and they're going to do it cheaper. But you know, they're not going to do it legally. Scabs, right. Can't have machines doing podcasting Mm-mm. with these laws. Mm-mm. Not if you, you know, a union crew. You know Jordan Morris is a scab? Yeah, and a machine. 
And a machine. He's a machine. Mark Barron squeezes his dick. <laughs> like, get out of here, Tandy. Get out of here, Tandy 200. Uh, while we're trying to sort some of these, uh, the nuances of these laws out and how we can exploit them, let's answer some questions just to kill time till the next bathroom break. Okay. Uh, and then we'll, we'll, uh, well, we'll pee. Ever since I was little, my parents have maintained a multi I just want to mark this occasion. I think that was the least funny introduction. <laughs> 165 episodes, not a single goddamn solid joke in the entire thing. What you thing. don't least- know is that we have to reset every 166 episodes because mm. we were getting too funny at the beginning and the expectations right. were getting too high. And next week, we can really phone it in. Not a single well-composed gag in the entire one. We really, <laughs> it was really, I just wanted to mark the occasion. Ever since I was little, my parents have maintained a multi-pet household. Almost all the animals live long, healthy lives. The only animals uh, my parents apparently aren't adept at caring for are parakeets, since these tend to pass away relatively early, within a few years, if that. The problem is my parents keep getting parakeets. Brothers, how do I politely inform my parents that they should stop trying to care for these tiny birds and instead focus their attention on animals they can actually care for? Is there a graceful way to go about doing this? Sincerely flummoxed in Philly. So the problem is your your parents are bird murderers. They're well, murderers. I don't think there's a graceful way to handle it, but there are like a hundred really super forceful ways to do it. Yeah. I think number one is liberate them Ooh. every time they buy them. Ooh, let me throw this out. What about like an Oscars style uh, video of all the parakeets that they've lost in that previous season? Mm-hmm. Oh and it's God, just like yeah. a video of all the parakeets with really sad music underneath and then like captions of their name and like 2005 to 2006. We built this city. <laughs> Maybe you lack the, um, you know, the iMovie skills to throw something like that together. Maybe you just pile up all the bird corpses on the table <laughs> and say, look, yes. at, and then you, you say, this is more than all the other pets that you've had combined. Why do you, this is your 215th bird. Like, clearly it didn't work out the other 214 times. Are your parents cats? <laughs> <laughs> Key information that should have been included. Mm. If they don't care, if they don't take the parakeets uh, from the pet store, they'll just get eaten there. That's I mean, true. somebody will eat them. You gotta look at, you gotta, you gotta have a talk with your parents about the relative bone density. Of, of these pets that they're buying because you get a dog you get a mastiff that's a fucking sturdy animal you can't right. yeah. you, it is very good luck to, killing that good luck crushing that mastiff you can't do it a parakeet a fucking a stiff wind you turn the ceiling fan on high and it's it is compressed into the loam are both your parents lenny from of mice and men <laughs> we should have clarified we that should before. we should just define what your parents are are they regular human beings apparently not because regular human beings can take care of like birds you just give them seeds and then they're maybe pretty they much just good need to go they need hardier stock birds maybe give them some like crows yeah but then they definitely Every- can't get fucking don't you can't have parakeets and crows because the crows will just eat the parakeets Unless it's like one of those adorable videos where like, you know, a dog becomes friends with a deer or something. Yeah, crows are generally known for that kind of cross-species friendship behavior. You know, people never talk about the, look at these adorable friends videos, that they, the inception of every single one of those has to be an act of almost unimaginable neglect. Mm. How did you let the gorilla get close enough to the kitten that they became best friends. How did you mess up so bad? You, there's a dog in that tiger cage, you guys. Is no one else seeing this? You know it's better taking care of that tiger or that dog? 
a trained animal professional, I bet. I bet that dog is not, like, giving it its shots and shit. I'm just saying I'm a way better friend to tigers and dogs than either of those species could ever possibly be. Not some weird animal matchmaker. It's like, let's see if these hate each other. Yeah. Oh, well, another failed experiment. Sorry, YouTube. Not going to make my YouTube partner money check this this month because i couldn't find a good pairing is that what's going on you're trying to get your parents are, are trying to youtube matchmake they're, they're putting parakeets together with every there's not an animal that won't just instinctively fucking kill a parakeet there's gotta be an animal they are the Dorothy, we've tried them all a iguana and parakeet no damn it gorilla and parakeet no they are the cheetos of the aviary world you just <laughs> mm, it was good i'll have 15 more it's got to be grim for them because they're looking down at the towards the end of the alphabet. The only things they're seeing are Wolverine and Zebra, mm-hmm. and they don't feel great about it, their chances. <laughs> Even a Zebra, really... it's like tum, 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 tum. Ah, my stripes are weird. <laughs> do, you, do you think that when her parents roll up or his parents roll up to the pet store, like the other parakeets see him, like, oh shit, they're back? Oh, fuck, here we go. <laughs> oh no, it's like the third little time girl. this month. Little girl in Finding Nemo, like, I will have six parakeets. Like, nope. <laughs> nope, you won't. No, no, no. I definitely sold you parakeets on Tuesday. So, are you a magician? <laughs> last one. Are you a shitty wizard? <laughs> What's going on? Are you transforming them into humans to live out human lives? Probably not. Matchmaking, huh? We're all part of that oh, game. Great. We got a ring <laughs> in the back room. It's kind of like an animal fighting ring, except it's not supposed to be. So it's an animal see, hugging ring. You, did you ever see that movie Fight Club? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What What'd you think about it? It really made me think. Also, we have an animal fight club. You also, also you, you've been a parakeet the entire time. <laughs> Are your parents parakeets? Wait a minute. That doesn't make sense. Of all of nature's creatures, you'd think parakeets would be adept at care, for, although not in the human world. They don't have access to some of the twigs and berries that they would have in a in a parakeet native environment. Like I would say that, Justin, the problem is that you're assuming that her parents started off as parakeets. I was inferring that they had once been human and were now parakeets, mm. and were looking for the parakeet wizard that had turned them into parakeets for mistreating oh, him. I clearly should have inferred that dumb Thank shitty you. thing that you were thinking. <laughs> I don't know why you. I was thinking like a grown Read man. Read a damn book. What book is has that plot? James Bond novels. I guess. <laughs> don't think so i've read them all i think you're illiterate i've read them all and they're all about key wizards (laughs) griffin can you um can you read us a yahoo answer yeah i'll read you a few if you want or we can just do one at a time like we usually do um this yahoo was sent in by david byrne um assumedly not the david byrne but this one is still pretty good i think thanks david it's by yahoo answers user sage who asks why am i so hungry am i not growing male um that's okay, wait. M-A-L-E-M-A-I-L. M-A-L-E. They're just giving us a little bit of extra info up in the headline, <laughs> which, frankly, like, your your gender does inform, like, a lot of, of of things. Not, you know, in a sexist way, but, like, it, we need it's helpful information when we provide you information. Flummoxed so. in Philly couldn't even specify the species of his parent. Right. Questions. That's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. I would prefer if in the future, whenever you do provide a question, it's just like, my parents are parakeets. Female. You know what I mean? Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um sage asks okay i had a decent lunch today at school and it did fill me up i come home and i'm really hungry i ate two pbj sandwiches and almost a whole big bag of doritos holy three minutes later i'm still hungry so i eat vegetables and some rice after and i'm still a little hungry but not starving why i'm not so hungry like this only one night i was starving and after dinner two hours later i'm so hungry i can eat horse 
<laughs> I am five foot five, almost five foot six, and think I'm fourteen years old. Well, I five foot six, I think, and am fourteen years old and six months old. I'm half Caucasian and Filipino. My dad is five oh, nine. Okay, wait, I cracked it. I my dad is five nine, grand on his side. Oh God, this fucking question. Five nine, and mom's side is short. Frown face. All caps. I did experience growing pains in both of my legs two weeks ago from today. And sadly, no growing that night, frown. Only when I was 11, I had them, and I grew two inches. <laughs> Please, how tall will I be? Is it possible to grow, like, one inch in three to four months? So that's three inches in a year? When am I going to go through my adolescence growth spurt? Help. Wait a minute. This guy just decided halfway through this question that he didn't like his old question, and he was going to ask a new question and hope none of us noticed. Yeah. He took a hard right. Yeah. yeah, he's trying for a twofer. I, I ate some Ritos, and they did not fill me up, so I switched to veggies and rice, and that got me pretty close. What the fuck? Also, sup with my dick hair? When am I getting that stuff? <laughs> Help. Male. Male. When it says experience growing pains but didn't actually grow, did he just mean his legs hurt? Yeah, I think, did someone maybe punch you in both of the legs over, like a bully? <laughs> Are you being bullied, Maybe Sage you ate too many goddamn Doritos and you got diabetes. Sage Mail, do you have arterial blockage in your legs because of all the Doritos? There's got to be a, a problem when you say you are not hungry, you're, like, not getting full. But then he clearly said that he ate almost a whole bag of Doritos. So that's really some pretty impressive... Uh, but he doesn't say what size bag. I don't care the size of the bag. It could be if a snack pack. Still... It could be like a lunch snack pack bag. Okay, but when he did no, what you're not understanding me. He didn't mm-hmm. finish the bag, and yet he was oh. still hungry. So why <laughs> the solution? I, there's I, an I, easy solution. Well, maybe he knew his fucking. If I had a roommate, well, first of all, if I had a 14 year old's 14.5 year old roommate, I. I'd, I would be probably arrested. But second of all, if he finished the whole bag of Doritos that I bought, I would be fucking furious. He probably knew that his moms would come home, and if there was no Doritos bag, she would be pissed off. She's probably still pretty upset that most of the bag is gone, but at least there's a little bit of crumbles left over for her. I'm actually impressed with the level of thought process that went through this kid's head, because usually we get some real boners. But this kid at least sat there and said, well, I had two PBJ sandwiches and I'm almost done with this bag of Doritos. Maybe I should switch to, like, vegetables. Mm-hmm. Maybe, like, something that won't, you know, give me diabetes will, will help. Yeah. That's pretty clever for a Yahoo Answers. And even Also, the bar is real low. Yeah. The bar is so low. I like the idea of eating food and there being an instantaneous mechanical response within your body. Beyond just, You're talking like, about, like, boy in his blob. I like, yeah, like if this yeah. kid ate a licorice jelly bean and turned into a ladder, what are you talking about? Uh-huh. Kind yeah, of like that's that, I guess. That's mechanical little... response. It's everything that you called for. Um, I want, I want, I like the idea of like, you know you're growing, so you eat like 15 sandwiches and you go to bed and there's a full-blown big miracle. And you wake up the next morning with <laughs> Tom Hanks and you are like, I gotta write down what I ate! And then you post on the internet if you want to turn into Tom Hanks, is all it takes is fifteen sandwiches. It's got that was actually my favorite episode of Man vs. Food. <laughs> uh, I ate fifteen pizzas and I turned into a ladder. What the fuck happened? <laughs> this round goes to man, doesn't it? Does this next episode on ladder versus food? Just stack all the French fries on my rungs. 
Here we got a t-shirt for you for completing this challenge. It's a, you're a is it extra ladder? <laughs> Can you stretch it? Can you stretch it over my rung to girth? God, producers, we just gotta play this one by ear. <laughs> just, I guess, I guess, have have a pretty lady climb on top of me and just pour all the milkshakes down me, and we'll see what happens. Maybe I'll transform into like a, I don't know, a horse or something, and then we can just sort of. That's moving, I think, in the right direction. Maybe the next leap will finally be the leap that takes me home. I would. I would sell I've eaten sort of all the pizzas. Why haven't I left it to a horse? <laughs> Organic entity that could consume would be great for getting a new another season. I don't think I'm gonna get this season two as a ladder. <laughs> I have another question. My wife and I were listening to Islands in the Stream by Country Legends, Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton. It's a fantastic song, but real we're really bothered by the line. I set out to get you with a fine-tooth comb. Help us think of some better lyrics that don't sound like someone has lice. And that's from Lyrically Challenged Ladies of DC. There are... I don't know this song. There are... You, first of all, you are... Yes, you do. Second of all, there are children dying in the streets. There are children... I'm, I could open my window right now and see two <laughs> or three children just dying. And this is how you want us to spend... This is how you want to drain this think tank. I got a pretty good lyric for you, uh, lyrically talent challenge ladies of DC. You wanna hear my lyric? Mm -hmm. Syria. Mm -hmm. Think about it. Syria. I don't know, Justin. I think it that doesn't it doesn't rhyme. I don't think it rhymes. Also, it's you're not allowed to just like in, install like fourteen syllables into one word. Uh, Travis, you do know this. Okay, Travis, have you heard the song Ghetto Superstar? Yes. Okay. okay. Have you ever heard Kenny Rogers sing a song like Ghetto Superstar? <laughs> and you were confused? Like, I didn't know that Kenny Rogers covered this one. Interesting. Islands mm -hmm. in the stream. That one, Trav. Oh, okay. That is what we are. Gotcha. I set up to get you with the fine tune. What could that possibly... What could that... I mean, I guess I that... I don't even know what they're... Maybe the, I one think of I mean, them... They really, had to, they really had to sort through the riffraff. Really had to sort through the ham and eggers. Yeah. Or maybe they... One person. One of them died in a car accident when they went over a cliff, and the other one dragged the lake for them. Mm -hmm. And that's how they mm -hmm. found them. And then they were brought back to life, like in Corpse Bride. Or maybe it was like um, the person shrunk down and was trapped in Rick Moranis's hair. Yeah. And they were trying to, like comb through Rick Moranis's hair, but they had to use really fine-tooth comb because he had very fine What's hair. that smell? Rick! <laughs> Rick! Pal! We need to talk about your habits. I'm so saying Rick Moranis probably has a stinky-ass scalp, if you if that's, <laughs> if you want to dissect that goof. And I don't. I, uh... I'm saying <laughs> a, a diet rich in poutine has probably engravied his scalp with with a substance that's not good to be you know close to. I've never been close to the man, but that's just a theory. From an olfactory perspective. From an olfactory nosebound perspective. Uh, I think the problem with Islands in the Stream is that if you're writing a song in 2013, and this is what it lacks, this is why it's not timely. You have to have product placement. That and and that's the only way you're going to be able to pay for Rick Rubin to come in and help you build your sort of rough sketch of an album into the you know a chart topper so maybe something like you should try x body spray grizzly scent but like that's gonna be like that. that's gonna be <clears throat> i totally dig this idea but it's gonna be hard 
to replace every word. So like, so like maybe we can be like, I set out to Pringles with an Xbox One. <laughs> and then. So you guys are better at this than me because all I could come up with was, I set out to get you with a fine tooth floam. And I don't even think Flome, I don't think anymore. is a product that you can buy. No. I mean, sure, you can probably buy it on like some weird alternative eBay, but. You know, I read in Malcolm Gladwell's The Tipping Point that that kind of thing is all it takes to really launch a product back into the American consciousness. What what product has fallen out of favor? Like, Flo. I sell that to get you with you, you who, chicklets. <laughs> Does that Mass work? quick strawberry flavor. <laughs> Now we're talking. Okay, but now we're not talking about like profiting in the commercial sense. Now we're t- we're pushing our own social agendas. Like if it was me, well, it would be more of it was like I set out to get you with some Frankenberry. Okay, that's that. If you want to, that is the social- one product you want to defibrillate. <laughs> if now if you want to push social agendas in the song, I'm into that too. You, you could. Uh, uh, I set out to get you with my gay marriage license that mm-hmm. I can get in any state now. Mm-hmm. Come on. And then oh, the harmony. That sounds like a Macklemore song now. The harmony could be just two Kenny Rogerses. He could just harmonize with himself. And that would be very <laughs> I, beautiful. I'm into that. Yeah. I'm really into can that. Can we do both? Okay. Where it's like, um, appeal Doma and eat some tastations <laughs> now. You could be more subversive. Me and Frankenberry headed to the chapel. This is good. Nice. This is good. Because I'm going to marry Frankenberry. <laughs> <laughs> Who I'm assuming has male parts down there. Mm. I don't think you can gender Frankenberry. Uh, when I think about Frankenberry's genitals, and God, do I. His that's Frank like, and Barry. That's like 90 minutes out of every day for me. Um <laughs> Don't even try to call Griffin from 1245 to 1.15. Is it it all at once or is it spread out throughout the day? Um, I mean, once I get in the flow, (laughs) once I I get my noodle going, um, in both senses of the the phrase. uh, You whittled that down, too, because you you used to have to spend six hours a day thinking about Frank Berry's genitals just to concept, like, get yourself in the headspace. Yeah, which was tough. I was not getting a lot of sleep back then. Anyway, it's a f- just fleshy patch, just fleshy blank patch, <laughs> and that's what gets you going. Mm-hmm. You know, people never talk about that part of the creation of Frankenstein's monster mm-hmm. because there had to be a night when someone looked at Victor Frankenstein and he just came back with a giant bag of dicks. <laughs> I'm going to find the one that fits him perfectly. Like, why well, you're really agonizing? You just this. grabbed you grabbed a set of hands at random. They're both lefts. So I didn't did. care about like his dick. <laughs> You've put like days of R and D into this. I like to think that Igor was actually like super like self homophobic, and so he just like went out and like ugh, uh, like this just ah. Uh. He just like took the first one he saw and like put it in you the bag. You brought me an abnormal dick. Frankenstein was like, "What the fuck? I just can you just do it? Like no one's ever gonna, no one's gonna want to fuck this creep. Can you just take it? I will listen. I'll do anything else. I pick any part. I will go harvest it. But come on, come on. It's a dead dick, Doc. Just use this one. Just use this one. You know the dick's the first part to go to in the mm. decomposition. Rigor mortis will get you to." 24 hours that's it mm. that ship done sailed yeah that's because bugs are nasty <laughs> bugs you nasty bugs are so nasty, nasty all of them <laughs>
Anyway, oh man, I grossed myself out. Let's do a Yahoo. Hit me. Also, I just want to say right now before we get the emails, I know they talk about Frankenstein's dick and Young Frankenstein. You guys, you don't have to tell us about it. See, I've never seen it. That's why I don't watch movies or TV. Oh, you yeah. don't want to spoil the goofs? I well, yeah, I just want everybody to know that everything comes from my heart. This uh, this Yahoo was sent in by Nicole Harris. Thank you, Nicole. It's by Yahoo Answers user Riker who asks. <clears throat> Werewolf question. Werewolves only. <laughs> um, my friend says that I might have been born a werewolf. I've always thought of myself to have an inner wolf. I'm just starting to physically shift. But I have no memory of when I shift and how to control it. Someone please help. Werewolves only. This question would be way better if they said, werewolves only. Who was that guy that played Mr. Feeney on Boy Meets World? <laughs> werewolves only. <laughs> Looking for a werewolf perspective, please. <laughs> Wasn't it yeah, the I same guy in 1776? Hey, get the fuck out of here, regular <laughs> old human. Humey. You know, the um, I could help this guy, but because he's being so fucking specious, mm. I'm not mm. even going to. I mean, I, I can help him. I can weigh in because I, my, so my grandfather was a quarter werewolf. So that <sighs> makes me one sixteen. You and fucking Megan Fox, man. Killing me. Um. For me, and again, my cycle only comes once every 16 full moons. Um, my werewolf. Hard to predict. It is It is <laughs> tricky. Uh, if you wear t- really tight-fitting clothing, sometimes it'll just cancel it out. <laughs> also, you, for some reason, a cloud in front of the moon. So if you get like a haze machine, mm-hmm. you're pretty covered. Yeah. Also, Griffin found the one reminder that Siri refuses to create for him. Mm-hmm. Siri... <laughs> In 16 months, remind me, <laughs> I'm going to change into a werewolf. I'm not going to do no, that. No, that's. I'm not going to uh, waste time. I'm not going to waste your time or mine. How does this person know that they're going through the change if they can't remember the change? Does it, it's like they wake up and they're like, I think I was a werewolf last well, night. They, no, they were probably they were watching America's Next Top Model uh, 2.0, mm-hmm. Boys in the House. And fucking, like, they start watching it, and they get to, like, the beginning of the first challenge, and then all of a sudden, fucking Tyree just kicks someone off. And they're like, what the fuck? There was, like, 45 minutes there. Well, I don't know what happened. <laughs> and then they look around, and all their pets are dead. <laughs> that part Not would actually... Parakeets. That would probably be the first... I don't even think a werewolf would waste his fucking time on a parakeet, but that would probably be the more telling evidence. <laughs> I gotta know what happened in the fucking photo in the fucking photo shoot. Also, my dog's dead. My dog has been eviscerated. <laughs> I uh, I think the the most important thing uh, from this show that, so far is that I learned that uh, the new cycle of America's Next Top Model started, which I was not aware. Yeah, of. it started. <laughs> fucking Justin 2.0. They changed the goddamn game. Boys in the house. So there are boys in the house? There are girls in the house, too, but there's also boys in the house. And let's just say things get a little sexy. <laughs> did you? Sorry, did you hear that? I put I put a little too much smoke in that. I've missed a month. That was a little smoky. Yeah. I can describe everything that's happened in every season so, or in every episode. First episode, yeah, okay. first episode, they line them all up at the top of the staircase, and they say, guys, go pick a girl from the other side, walk down the staircase, do a pose. And that's how they introduce all the guys and girls to each other. This one super fucking fresh dude walks to the stairs, looks at the women, shakes his head. No, this will not do. <laughs> turns around to the dudes, picks a dude, walks down the stairs, kisses him on the mouth, turns to everyone like, what's up? <laughs> fucking crowd like 
just burns the fucking building down around them. Just, like, starts tearing downstairs, like, the dopest thing I've ever seen! Fuck! It's the fucking dopest moment in reality show history. The other dude, the other dude was, like, straight as an arrow, like, I don't even fucking care. That was the freshest and dopest thing I'll ever be a part of. It is required watching. Also, they changed the theme song. So when it does the wanna be on top, a guy's voice comes in and goes, Boys in the house and it's my favorite. <laughs> it's it beats out growing pains, it beats out full house, it beats out family matters for greatest theme song, for greatest TV hey, theme song. I have a wonderful transition into the money zone. So I'm reeling from the discovery that I am late on America's Next Top Model, but I am not panicking, and do you know why? Why? Because America's Next Top Model is on Hulu Plus. Yeah, it is. Don't even worry about it. You can watch Guys vs. Girls, America's Next Top Model. The new cycle is here. 2.0. Changed the fucking game. And you can see the game being changed in front of you. If you're uh, a, a member of Hulu Plus, you can binge watch all your uh, shows that you've missed. Play catch up, play Kesha. There's probably some Kesha on there in some form, uh, and and you can you can do that all with with Hulu Plus. It's amazing. There are four episodes of America's Next Step Model 2.0. Boys in the House. The game has changed uh, on Hulu right now. You can go and you can just fucking binge watch all of those. You can also do that with SNL, Community, Modern Family. Family Guy shows with family in them, uh, and and a bunch of other shows, uh, and I fully encourage that you do that at least with ANTM 2.0. Boys in the House. Boys in the House. Male. Uh, it's only seven ninety nine a month for all the shows, all the movies you can watch. Um, it, it seriously fucking get it. Like people ask us, we said last week, like we don't know why they're advertising because we thought everybody had it because the three of us had it, and people were like, are you just shilling? Like no, hand to God, like no. It is it's it is my total jam. And here's the thing, if you don't have it right now, if you go to huluplus.com forward slash my brother, you can get an extended free trial, check out how awesome it is, and then just continue to use it for seven ninety nine a month. But I think we're talking to like two people at this point, um, that don't have it. So you two people. Hey you I'm two people. You. Go do it. Two weeks is more than enough time to fucking experience boys in the house. You gotta at least watch that I, pilot, guys. God damn. I also want you two people to maybe hook up. You've uh -oh. been dancing around for a long time. Mm -hmm. uh, we've seen it, mm -hmm. and we know you've seen it. And maybe, maybe it's time to hook up and watch Hulu Plus, but on separate accounts. Maybe you're afraid that you're not going to know what to do with each other when you do hook up. Well, we've got an activity booklet for you. It's called. Don't even worry about it. It's called ExtremeRestraints.com. Whoa, ExtremeRestraints.com. Tell me more. Um, I mean, you usually do the extreme restraints, but like, let me just off the top of my head, dildos, um, dildos. Now, what? Lubes, how does that work? What's the dildo? Ointments. Um, it is. Oof, it's tricky. Describe it like you were describing it to your youngest child. <laughs> okay. Like maybe they heard the word at school and they said, "Daddy, what is a dildo?" Do you know how, son? Mm -hmm. Um. Yes, Papa. Jimbo. I don't know what my son's name is. Uh, you know how you get super happy when you come into school in the morning, you catch the early bus, and you get there, and they still have super donuts, and the super mm -hmm. donuts are real warm, and it's a cold day, and you get excited to eat the warm super donuts? Yes. 
And you know how that makes you like happy? Mm-hmm. I want you to imagine that happy. I want you to think about when you fuck that warm super donut. Uh huh. The way that that feels. Now, let me. Can I start over? If you're looking to start over sexually because <laughs> your uh, your love life has fallen fall, fallen a bit stale, you go to streamstrange.com. Use the coupon code SEXABUNGA. You're gonna save twenty percent on the most just ribald devices. Uh, can I show, I mean, here, but how about this, son Jimbo? When you know the pencils that you use for school to write and take tests and draw yes, in, uh-huh. in art class. Imagine one of those that was like super thick, and then people put those like um, people put those in in them, and it feels. Um, it feels oh, you mean like dicks? Where did you Where did you learn that word? I, I heard it just around the playground. I don't like where this is going. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> but I if I do like where you're going. If where you're going is extremestrace.com, use the coupon code Sexabunga, and you're gonna save twenty percent off of your order. Hi, this is Dave Hill from Dave Hill's Podcasting Incident on the Maximum Fun Network. I'm here with my lovely and talented secretary, Miss Shana Feinberg. Shana, I understand you've been doing a bit of research to find out what listeners think of the show. Yes, I have, Dave. And what have you found? Well, people that love it say they love it because it's just Dave hanging out with someone in his apartment. Awesome. What, what do people that hate it say? They hate it because it's just Dave hanging out with someone in his apartment. Oh. Listen to Dave Hill's podcast, Dancing on the Maximum Fun Network, mother Was that too much? No, I think it was perfect. Farm wisdom. Farm wisdom. I thought you were were building to a drop. (laughs) Farm wisdom. Boys versus girls versus cows. Farm wisdom. (laughs) Cows in the house. Cows in the house. I just don't think Monica has what it takes. That is a fucking... That cow just tooched fucking (laughs) 1.2 tons of booty. I have never seen anything like it. The game has changed. Her udders found the fucking light. Farm wisdom. You see those two cows kissing? It was insane. (laughs) Farm wisdom is our uh, regular segment where we bring you real applicable wisdom straight from farmers and the people that love them or know them. Here's one from C. Dan. Can Can I read it? Can I read it? Can I read it? I thought you didn't have this in front of you. I pulled it up now. Okay, yes, Travis, go ahead. From C. Daniels. When some farmers have a branding, they nut the calves. Okay. Sometimes they, they will save the testicles and eat them after. <laughs> I've seen this firsthand. They treat them like it's Halloween candy or something. <laughs> That's and not. I would like to imagine they do it right in the calf's face. That is not. <laughs> like, not only does that suck, it sucks that there's someone out there. That calls removing the testicles of a living Nutting. thing nut. They nut. <laughs> they they nut nutted them. that calf. Do they cook? Back. Do they cook? Is there any preparation? Because this guy just makes it sound like, <laughs> like shink and then pop like a couple Rolos or something. No, it's like no, it's like that scene in Game of Thrones where the Khaleesi eats the horse's heart. It's very similar. To that. <laughs> That's awful. Back in June, I heard a bit of farm wisdom from my dear friend Rita Manguli who creates the fantastic comic series today in three panels. In fact, she memorialized said wisdom in comic form 
I've attached it here for you. Uh, the the wisdom, and we are enjoying this delightful comic. I guess you guys can't see it, but we'll put it where Griffin. Where will we put it? Uh, Flickr. We'll put it on the forums, or we'll tweet it. One of those two. Uh, at mb mbam by ways us. Uh, here's the wisdom. You can grow a plant that has potatoes as its roots and tomatoes as its fruits. That's bullshit. <gasps> that feels to me like something that's not true. That's like the plot of that. It the, feels to me like an abomination against God. <clears throat> I think it's the plot of the Tamako episode of The Simpsons. I, I can't believe that this food exists and that uh, this plant fucking exists and that it's not like the only thing that farmers are planting to double, to double their, you know, their gains. Do you think sometimes the I plants think- get it backwards and they just grow potatoes as their fruits? And they get like a bunch of dirty smushed tomatoes under the ground. I'm like, yeah, you fucking stupid. Or they like they plants. cut into their potatoes and it's just full of like tomato guts. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what? Oh fuck. Or they find like they a whole it. chicken inside. And you're like, oh god, my fucking <laughs> farm is, my farm is starting to desynchronize. Um, so that's an amazing fact, if true, which is almost certainly not true. Thank you for the farm wisdom. Uh, if you want to send us farm wisdom or literally anything else, mbmbam at maximumfun.org. If you could combine email address, combine two plants. What would it be? And I know you're asking Griffin, you're asking this question because you obviously have an answer, and the answer is yes, I do weed and oranges. Because then you get that juicy orange, and that's going to taste tremendous. It's going to taste a little balmy. It's going to get a little, uh, little bit of residue on it, but uh, otherwise, it's a perfectly fine orange. That's it. That's perfect for me because the uh, Floridian stoners it attracts will eat the mosquitoes. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's really great for your garden, too. Yeah. Okay, bros. You've settled the peeing in the shower question, but what's your stance on brushing your teeth in the shower? No one does it. Next question. That's an easy one. I, we don't have to solve it because nobody fucking does it in the universe. Some people do it. I'm married to someone who has done it. Oh, God. Like on a dare? I guess. In a hurry. Oh, it, it bothers me enough to brush my teeth in the kitchen sink. Yeah, you, that's that because feels so out of God, goddamn place. That's where you dump your fucking French fry oil, Travis. I, I know, but it feels wrong. But like, if someone is using my bathroom, like, and I need to brush my teeth, and I want a schedule. By the way, don't. It's. Like, I should mention, don't dump your French fry oil down the sink. You're supposed to like take it to Best Buy or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. In the front, there's laptop batteries, cell phone batteries, French and French fry French oil. Fry oil. <laughs> I have a rule. I, I, I would never brush my teeth in the shower because that's where I pee. That's disgusting. Yeah. Ah. Oh. I'm not going to brush my teeth where I pee. Also, you might spit like toothpaste on your balls. Like, what are you talking <laughs> about? You're going to spit down, and the water pressure is going to push your spit back in your body, and then you're going to have <laughs> toothpaste balls, and you're going to know that you did that. You did that. Also. And here's the thing. You drop your toothbrush in the sink accidentally. Oh, that's fine. You just pick it back up. You keep going. You drop your toothbrush in the shower. You got to get a new toothbrush. It's a game changer. You think that changes the game? What ga- I don't understand the game. Well, because suddenly your toothbrush has touched, like, the drain where all your hair goes and, like, all the water of your filthy life. It is the most dangerous game. That It's more dangerous than hunting men on a shipwreck aisle. It is a game where it, the drop of a single toothbrush is can mean total and complete calamity. You gotta drive to Target after that shit, and it's labor. Maybe day. you're into that. Maybe you like the thrill, uh, the thr- the threat. Yeah, maybe you get your hands super super soapy, and then you grab the toothbrush. <laughs> what are you doing, Jimbo? You're on the edge. <laughs> Step back, man. 
<laughs> You're wearing a blindfold. What are you doing? <laughs> Your balls are covered in toothpaste. <laughs> You're not even in the shower. <laughs> You're standing in the living room. This has gone too far, Jeff Bridges and Fearless. Got to rate it in. You guys want to Yahoo answer? Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, yeah. It's a, that's not weird for some reason. Well, it's yeah. it's a weird for, thing. For the first time, I felt like he was actually asking me a question. It's it's yeah. it's a weird name for a website, right? It's so presumptive. It's called Yahoo Answers, not Yahoo Questions, even though I imagine that most of these issues go completely unresolved. Like, I'm a... I, how do I turn into a, an octopus? Like, no one's going to be able to give you any... Like satisfying answer to that. No, the government holds that kind of shit pretty mm -hmm. close to the vest. They should call it. They should call it Yahoo Mysteries. <laughs> Could you give us another Yahoo mystery, please? <laughs> this Yahoo mystery. This Yahoo mystery, um, which is the side series to to the to the Bill Yahoo show. Uh, Yahoo Nights. Yahoo Nights. <laughs> <laughs> this, this Yahoo Night mystery. <laughs> was sent in by Kurt Girdle. Thanks, Kurt. It's by Yahoo Answers user Haley Wood, who asks, Ideas for a Metal Gear Solid-themed wedding? Last time I said I was just having a video game-themed wedding, but me and my fiancé decided to go full-out Metal Gear Solid because we both love it, and it actually brought us closer together. But here's the sitch. We need help with ideas and stuff. Invitations, decorations, the cake, colors, all that crap. What should we do? I know the game revolves around military stuff, but we're not planning a military wedding. We need more than that. What budget should we set for? Please, any ideas will be appreciated. Just be nice, please. Thanks again. This person fucking knows what's about to come down on them. Step one, cardboard box to walk down the aisle. I think that's pretty, I think they probably figured that one out themselves. Okay. Step yeah, two, can you, you imagine, serve. can you imagine, no, fuck that, a little, your little ring bearer. You put your little <laughs> ring bearer in a box as he walks down the aisle and throws, uh, rings well if it's metal gear solid he'll have to throw like a hundred flying roses that are sparkling yeah throw, throw those at the holes in the cardboard box he drops That'll a chaff grenade and your dad who's filming is like hey dude can, <laughs> we gotta wait like, like fucking 15 minutes for all this goddamn chaff to wear off reset the wedding please reset the metal gear wedding <laughs> start again start again Try over. So he's taking like a non-lethal approach to his wedding, basically. If he mm -hmm. if he doesn't want a bunch of guns, mm -hmm. he wants like the 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 more emotional side of of Metal Gear. Yeah. Travis, have you yourself played a Metal Gear game? I've played of it. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've been around others whilst they played. Okay. <laughs> um, can you imagine? Can you imagine? <laughs> How uh, surprised your bride is going to be when the doors opens and it turns out she's marrying Raiden. Mm -hmm. That's going to be such a switch. I think the only the only thing I have uh, in the chamber for this is a joke about like on the first night of the honeymoon, giving her the old solid snake. Well, that's just like the name of the guy in the thing. But I know, but it's like also like a penis. That's pretty. That's pretty general. It'd be like if we said they were doing a, a Jurassic Park theme wedding, and you were like, "What if it was a dinosaur?" But I. But my <laughs> joke was like that his penis was like a solid snake. Well, then okay. Um, well, what if after they had sex thirty times, he looked down at his penis and said, "Boy, my dinosaur." <laughs> and that's actually a solid goof. Um, <laughs> what is this series known for? I think we can. I think the. Uh, I think we got to get the ceremony to last like 12 hours. I think it's going to include a few <laughs> super esoteric geopolitical messages um, about, you know, the nuclear proliferation. 
I think that's I believe a, aren't there also things about like long lost brothers? That's a given. Uh, well, genetic cloning. I think that there's probably okay. a few fun ways. If you could get like twins as your flower girls. And then Mario shows up. So, well, travel. No. Okay. Well, hold what? on. Now you're doing a Smash Brothers theme. Holy fucking shit. What is that? It's Crash Bandicoot and he's objecting. <laughs> is it too late to... Crash Bandicoot's never been in a Smash Brothers game. Is it too late to alter the theme? The Super, the Super Smash Brothers? Um, no, to I mean like to a normal wedding. <laughs> <laughs> is it too late? It's, are, are you so invested in this that you can't jump out now? <laughs> Someone's fucking neck is going to get broken and it's going to be immersive i guess it's also going to be pretty felonious and that the fans are going to be so disappointed when it turns out Kiefer sutherland is officiating the wedding mm-hmm. uh ex- do you want to say that sentence out loud again and like he- hear it hear yourself saying it <laughs> no you're right that doesn't make any sense no uh, one's ever walked out of anything going ah fuck it turned out it was just Kiefer sutherland. it was just Kiefer sutherland except for i guess that hotel manager when he was got super drunk and ran and tackled the christmas tree youtube it fucking <laughs> The best. The best move. The best the move. The best thing. Second only to the male model picking the guy up off the stairs on the NTM. The, no, the order is male model picks the other male model. Number one, obviously. Everyone burned the building down. People died <laughs> because of that amazing moment. Number two. But they understood why. Kiefer Sullivan being interviewed on camera. And the guy was like, what's the secret, Kiefer? And he's like, you just got to enjoy life. Run, tackle, tree, falls, <laughs> Christmas best. over. Christmas ruined. If, you, if the camera panned, like, 30 degrees to the right, you would see, like, that male model as a child. <laughs> think, like, someday, I'm going to fucking beat I'm going to beat this. I'm going to beat this moment. You have raised the game to an unimaginable level. Mm. Uh, so that's going to do it for us. We realize it's a little shorter than we normally do, but Travis is right in the middle of a big build. He's rebuilding the uh, stage of the Cincinnati Shakespeare I'm a company. contractor now. He's a legal contractor. Do you want to plug the show? What show are you guys doing now? Uh, we're doing Oliver Twist. Uh, it opens September 6th. They didn't even bother calling um, me on that one, huh? Well, you've... you've Griffin, we need you to get back in the game. Has your voice changed? <laughs> I was out. I was out. It's a great show. Um, we had our first run last night, and it's super good. The set I built is beautiful, and it's a very funny show. And really well acted. You guys really love it. So uh, if you're interested, go to CincyShakes.com. It's Cincy with a Y, Shakes.com. Uh, or, you know, if you're in Cincinnati, just come down to 719 Race Street and check it out. Now, See my brand new stage. Trav, I hate to be a watch. I hate to be a stickler, but you owe us $150 now. Ah, damn it. You're right. <laughs> uh, that was our plan all along. We want to say thank you to everybody tweeting about the show and, and sharing it with friends using the MBMBAM hashtag. Of course, uh, Wisdom, we at Wisdom is an account that, believe it or not, 2,400 people are following right now that they just tweet weird stuff that we said that I don't, I don't believe because it's not enough. enough. Uh, thank you to Sir Pickle, Smart Bunny, uh, Oh the Wren, Waffle Man, Riot Bananas, um, a.k.a. The Human Vacuum, My- Matthew Price, Jimmy, Megan, so many others uh, tweeting about the show. I really, we really appreciate it. It helps us to grow. Maybe share it with a friend. We haven't asked people to do that in a while, but um, that is like the best way for us to grow the show. Maybe you probably have like 200 jump drives in your drawer. Just toss some, toss your favorite eppies on it. Make a bim bam mixtape. Hand it out to a friend, and then they'll listen to Every it. Every so often, I'll see on on Twitter someone saying like, "Hey, thanks, such and such. You got me into the show, and now I've listened to like 30 episodes in a row. Like that makes me so happy. And then, so thank you guys. And then we give them a huge referral bonus. 
Mm-hmm. It's massive and generous. It's a bit of like a podcast, like pyramid scheme. Mm-hmm. It's pretty nice. Yeah, but um, it's just us giving out money to people. So it's not like a pyramid scheme as much as it is just like a hole that we keep throwing money down. Yeah, uh, we're saving the U.S. economy. You're welcome. Um, the uh, If you're already caught up on our show, you want to get into something new, we got a ton of options for you on MaximumFun.org. Uh, there's Judge John Hodgman, Stop Podcasting Yourself, Bullseye, Jordan Jesse Go. So many wonderful programs there to enjoy. I'd like to also personally uh, recommend Sawbones. It's a medical history program that I make with my wife, Sydney, who's a legitimate doctor. Um, and a lot of you have been kind enough to listen to that, so thank you very much. And it's called what now? Sawbones. How much? How many, how many listeners have you taken from us for that show? Oh, you can only choose one. That's the problem. No, you can mm-hmm. listen to all of them. It's great. Well, I mean, there's only so many hours in the fucking day. Like, don't talk to me like I'm a little kid. Okay. okay. Gosh. Wow, this got antagonistic. I'm just saying they have to be going some. There's obviously an exodus. I didn't you know want to talk about it? this on the air, but we're obviously bleeding. We're hemorrhaging listeners. To you know death. You all of this? Uh, th- this week, I'm going to thank John Roderick and the Long Winter. You Street son of a bitch. Song. It's a departure off the album. Putting the days to bed. You find it on iTunes. And, uh, your favorite and I'm going to do a last service. Yahoo Answers question to think about it. It's like something about P. <laughs> That's actually it. You got it. <laughs> 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Wouldn't have been bam again. <laughs> Griffin, give us our last Yahoo. This Yahoo was sent in by... Yes, Yahoo Mystery Night. This Yahoo Night's Mystery was sent in by Ira Ray. Are you Ira Ray? Who wants to know? Thanks, Ira Ray. It's been sent in by... Uh, it was asked by Yahoo Answers user Chris R. Who asks... <laughs> Chris R.? <laughs> it's asked by... He asked, where's, 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 where's my fucking money, Denny? Chris R. asks, what is the least amount of equipment I need to make dubstep? <laughs> I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, me. Kiss your dad. Square on the lip. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.